Do I sound like a shithead? Like, you, you sound like you got a... Like you a little bit of a lingus? Lingus, yeah. <laughs> All right. Just It's kind of like hot and sexy. You got a little rasp going. And All right, cool. Getting ready to record some voiceovers with you. Hell yeah. <laughs> no, I'm going <laughs> to try not to be too lingusy. Maybe you could do a, a ad read for some Ford trucks or something. It would really sound hot. Nice. Yeah. So. Just give me some lines and I'll snort it, read them. I will read them. <laughs> I hear it's good for the lingus. This is the best lingus ever. It almost sounds like somebody's taking a piss, too. Welcome in, everybody. It's the Craft Beer Republic, where I swear no one is taking a piss. I am Greg. <laughs> Over there leaking in the Midwest, that is Flex. What's up, buddy? Hey, I'm just saying, without the the crack of the can and the, the intro, it could just sound like somebody's pissing. That's if you just all had saying. the crack of the can and, and no, no music? No, w- without the can of the crack, and then you oh. just hear the, the pour. Uh, oh, I you see. Know. It Come could on. just be any liquid going into any liquid, is what yeah. you're saying. Yeah. But also, hello. <laughs> <laughs> is it me you're looking for? <laughs> I can see it in your eye. Uh, and then joining me in studio is everyone's favorite dick friend, Deb. Yes, let's dick down this show. <laughs> and it's already happening. Good night, everybody. Oh, <laughs> uh, we just can't get an episode in with, with Deb here can't without any... escape the dicks. No, and that's okay. Don't um, don't hate on. I don't know. Whatever. Let's get some business out of the way. Check us out at Craft Your Republic, CraftYourRepublic.com. Flex at Flex Me Beer underscores in between. And Deb is at one hop H O P mess. No underscores. Thank you very much. And also at dick.com. And also dick.com, yes. I swear uh, to God, plural. if you if you buy dicks.com. <laughs> I, I imagine it's owned by the sporting goods store. Well, that's what I'm saying. If she bought it, that'd be crazy. Oh yeah. That would be pretty good. Maybe Deb's dicks.com? I bet that's available. We'll have to look into we it. We should look it up. Something, look something really odd and gross tells me that Deb's dicks is not available. Maybe I should not I'm, look I'm, it. Yeah, I'm not willing to look it up, but... Uh, yeah, I'll put my phone into private mode first before I look it up. That way, if I die tomorrow, it's not the last thing in my Google <laughs> search history. Dibsdicks.com. Uh, and I'm sure they're so glad we're going to say this now. Promo code unfiltered if you're on Tavor. Tavor. Uh, get yourself a few bucks off. They're so glad to be a part of the show now. Uh, all right. A lot to get to. We got a uh, very shortened voicemail from the homie Chew Your Beer. Got some things to discuss, some some breaking booze news in the industry, and so much more. But first, let's get a little hydration going over here. Deb and I over here are drinking... Babe Brew number seven, and they did that with Distraction Brewing Company. It's an oaked porter. Six percent has ten IBUs and has a three nine five on untapped. And they say Babe Brew seven was brewed at Distraction Brewing in Roland in Roslindale, Massachusetts. This bold, smooth porter has just the right amount of sweetness to balance the chocolate and coffee flavors from the grain. We've infused this brew with ample amounts of toasted oak chips to give it a pleasant pop of oak. Proceeds from the sales of this beer will go to the Beer Babes Family Grants Program. Grants will be awarded to women who currently own or are in the process of opening breweries or tap rooms, or to women pursuing education through the Cicerone Program, Beer Judge Certification Program, 
or brewing fermentation school or other similar opportunities in the beer industry. That was a mouthful, but go check them out on the gram as well. Beer babes family. Uh, the Porter real light on the schnoz, a little chocolate. The nose doesn't really give what it is, mm-hmm. but it's I wonder if as it warms up, it will a little bit more. Yeah. The, sh- the, the sniffer is real light, but I like it's super roasty and I love that. Absolutely love it. Definitely a good wintertime beer. It is smooth, like they say, and very drinkable. Uh, they kept the ABV, ABV down at around 6%, which makes this actually really easy to drink. Very easy to drink. Yeah. Some roastiness, some toastiness. You definitely get the oak coming in. Uh, if you're not a fan of oak, this might not be the one for you. I know the uh, the wife doesn't, lie, doesn't love the oak in her beer all the time. But uh, overall, real easy, clean beer to drink. Just uh, nice for the winters. Things start to finally cool down over here in SoCal. Could not agree more. The other thing, too, is I like that, like, looking at it, the color, it's what it's supposed to be. Yes. I had a porter not too long ago that looked like a brown. Mm-hmm. And it lacked body and depth. Yeah. This uh, does not. I don't want to be able to see through my porter. Exactly. Yeah, this is, and I don't mean that in a hazy way. I mean that in a color way. <laughs> this, uh, yeah, this definitely achieves that. Um, very nice. Well, thanks to the uh, Babe Brew, wow, <laughs> Brew Babes family and the crew over there, and uh, Brews with Burkowski on the gram, and uh, thanks for getting this over to us. Very excited to try. This is uh, this is the first one we've had on the show. So Erica always gets the hookup. Now what, Erica? <laughs> so Deb, wait, you actually had uh, ordered a see-through porter before? Like you didn't know it was going to be see-through, or what? No, not at all. I thought it was going to be like how this is, like a rich, roasty, but smooth. That sounds like a nightmare. Like, and it was like <laughs> it was like a Bud Light version of a porter. It it's super like, light. It, it reminds me of like when you forget to switch out the K cup in your Keurig machine. And <laughs> oh. you, go, you go to brew a cup of coffee, the and then you pick up your mug, and you're like, "What? The, why is my coffee so clear?" And you're like, "What's this dirty water?" Yeah, yeah that's uh, what a bummer. <laughs> Total bummer. This this does not have that problem. This is quite delightful. Well, that's great. Yeah. I'm just glad you could relate to the coffee thing. Oh. <laughs> It's the fucking worst. Oh, it's the pits, man. You're like, I, so I swear, bad. I swear I put a new one in there and you just let the, the machine do its thing and you just get so disappointed. Well, even worse, I always put my cream in first. That way, like the coffee kind of mixes around. I don't have to get a spoon out and stir it and that kind of thing. And that okay. works. Oh, absolutely. Huh. And the problem is I did that once and I forgot to change the K-cups. And I'm like, oh, I fucking wasted cream. And now I got to rebrew. God, it, total first. See, and I like the cream after because I... I only drink coffee with cream in it, so it like cools the coffee down a little bit, so it's yeah, not completely I, I scalding up. So well, I mean, it, it goes in cold, and then you start the. Co- I, I imagine it would have the same uh, temperature effects. Or I don't know. I feel similar. like I feel like hot going into cold is different than cold going into hot. <laughs> Do we have a thermodynamics guy that we can reach out to about? Like, <laughs> There's got to be a scientist know. out there. Somebody like yeah. Maybe, uh, what's his name on the gram? I prefer craft beer slash I prefer craft coffee. Maybe he could uh, reach out to us and let us know. He roasts, <laughs> he roasts coffee, and that's where I buy my coffee from now. So uh, maybe he could let us know. He's a coffee expert. Or maybe I'll just go get a couple cups of coffee, and we'll see. I have thermometers. Maybe also we need like a psychiatrist. Like maybe it's just a mental. I have a feeling it's going to be exactly the same. There's no way. No. <laughs> I'm with Flex. No way. Like once you let them each sit for like 10 seconds, it's going to be exactly the same. No, I feel like, I don't know. We need a scientist. 
I also like to be like, I like to see how much I'm pouring into the coffee. So I see it change, kind of change color as it yeah, goes doesn't in. Doesn't it look really cool when it all mixes together? <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, man. See, I know how much I need when I hit the cream at the bottom of the cup and it goes up, you know, like whatever it is, quarter of an inch. Like that's how much I know there's like that little. Do you boom. use the same mug every day for your coffee? Uh, no, but we have like a set of Starbucks mugs. They're all the same size. Okay. So in that sense, yes. So I know how far up on the cup I want it. Every mug is different in our house. We've oh. got like 10 in the cabinet. They're all completely different. So it's kind of like rolling the dice. So yeah. yeah. So I don't think I could know how much to put in each mug unless we did a science experiment for that. We might have to do this between shows. <laughs> Go through <laughs> some coffee. I'm very intrigued on the findings on this. Yeah, or maybe tomorrow morning because I have I have like the the uh, Bluetooth thermometer it has like six probes in it. Yeah, so I could get one in each cup and and do some testing. That's a this great is, idea. I yeah. like this. This is this is getting real sciencey over beer here. Beer science turned coffee science. Yeah, and then to somehow relate it back to beer, we'll dump it in a beer or something. I don't know. Because <laughs> it's roasty, like a porter. Exactly. Boom. Yeah, sure. Nailed it. There you go. <laughs> Boom. Roasted. Full circle. <laughs> yes. Oh, good times. Um, all right. A lot to get to. I, uh, If you guys didn't hear it, last week we had the uh, the interview with Malibu Brewing, with Ryan and Chaz over at Malibu Brewing. It's so funny. I've mentioned to a few local brewer friends here that we did the interview with Malibu, and they're like, oh my God, isn't the beer over there so good? They're so lucky they got Chaz. <laughs> like, everyone loves Chaz and his beer over there. So uh, multiple brewer friends have have said that to me but uh go check out the interview it's been an hour long so chew and everyone else it's over an hour so uh enjoy <laughs> if you haven't listened to it yet. i hope all these brewer friends tell Chaz how good good the beer he makes is yeah hopefully you know don't keep it a secret until right? like you're at his eulogy or something yeah like the guy should know right it's like i heard somebody on the radio the other day talking about like yeah i, I wrote a bunch of goodbye messages in my phone for like if I have to, if I'm going down in a plane or something I know I'm about to die I can copy and paste them to all my loved ones. I was like, or you could just send them now so they know you don't fucking hate them. Like that's, <laughs> that's wait, a- what if those messages are actually messages like "fuck you"? I never fucking liked you. Peace out. I mean, he said they were like loving messages, but that's absolutely something I would do. There are people if if I'm going down on a plane yeah. like that and I'm gonna hit the ground, you're getting a message that's like, by <laughs> the way, <laughs> I don't know. Here's eat what a I bag really of dicks. feel. Yeah, eat a, eat a big ass bag of dicks. You guys ever see the movie Mall Rats? Oh my god. Yes. yes. Right? <laughs> so you know when he's talking the the story about his uncle going down in the plane, and the first thing that he thought was just to whip it out and start beating off. <laughs> Right. So, and everybody else on the plane, you know, took suit and whipped theirs out and started beating their said parts. <laughs> so, I think if I was going out in a down in a plane and life was going to end, like, how do you want to live your last few moments? I'm pretty sure that's what I'm doing. Yeah. Whip it out. You know, and if my loved ones didn't actually know that I loved them, then they're probably not my actual loved ones. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's fair. Right. So yeah. who who wants to be glued to their phone in their last minutes or seconds before their life is over? Well, it sounds like you might need your phone just for some porn. Well, maybe. Yeah. So you glued to it in that way. And then you might glue your dick to it. Well, glue something. Yeah. Glue something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a sticky situation either way. Ew. Oh, too soon. <laughs> Anyways, so check out the... <laughs> Fucking Malibu interview from last week. If you haven't, sorry, Ryan and Chaz. Sorry, Malibu. Uh, we've just lost Untapped and Malibu as friends. Great, or not Untapped? Tavor. We've just lost Tavor and Malibu as friends. 
Uh, and then uh, I will say that that the wife went to their beer food pairing dinner thing that they did last week, and I was not able to go because of work. But um, she said it was amazing and uh, rubbed it in my face every opportunity she got. She did bring me home one thing, which was a little bit of a leftover cinnamon roll. Here was their biggest problem. The portions were so big. She's like, it's hard to eat everything because usually you go to a tasting meal and it's like, here's your amuse-bouche and mm-hmm. everything. She's yeah. like, the food was so fucking good, but there's so much of everything. I was like, I can't finish all And you food. feel the pressure to eat it yes. because they're coming out and like looking at you while you're eating it. Right. And they're asking you how it is. Right. And, and it's, you know, paired with a beer specifically. So you want to eat as much with that beer as you can. She said there's some guys at like the table next to him who were just demolishing it. And she was there with Coley and, and they're both like, we can't eat this much food. <laughs> so I did get a little bit of the cinnamon roll and it was still a little bit warm when she got home and it was, it was chef's kiss. So were, were they getting nice. full pours of beers with the huge portions or were they like tasters with the portions? You know, I don't know. Uh, I imagine they were getting full pours or close. And they even had an appetizer around. Like they got there and like grab a beer, have some past appetizers. Then dinner began. I think it was five courses on top of the appetizer Jeez. round. Jeez. So she said it was fucking amazing she's like man like first world problems but it was too much food. <laughs> so uh, but yeah, i was i was super jealous i want to want to go hopefully next time stop doing it on tuesdays guys sorry anyways uh what's up with you flexi uh what's up with me uh yeah i contracted Exciting. a lingus man yeah. yeah you sound like you're doing some voiceover work or something apparently uh, you think i sound kind of sexy hopefully the listeners think i sound kind of sexy i'm yeah, not feeling it. sexy well, you're it's looking like, sounding sexier than ever. Oh my gosh, that makes me feel great. You, you keep talking about cunnilingus. <laughs> you know, the lingus, you know, it's just like you get sick and you're like, oh, it's, it's the lingus. Like, you know, you don't know what you got. You're not going to go to the doctor to find out what you got. It's just, you know, it's a lingus. Flex has a long history of not going to the doctor to find out what he's got. <laughs> oh, if I'm sick, I don't need a, to go to a doctor to tell me I'm sick. I'm just going to sure. be like, hey. Guess what? I'm sick. Yeah. <laughs> Knock, knock, well, who's there? You're sick. Okay, thanks. <laughs> Classic joke. Uh, and then uh, some big news over at your, your local oh, yeah. baseball so, stadium so this over just there. popped out this morning. So, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> well, <laughs> come on. Ladies the news, present. the news, Greg, the news. Oh, gotcha. I slept on the couch last night. Um, <laughs> last year at the ballpark, formerly known as Miller Park, there was a restaurant that was... Uh, it wasn't vacant with uh, people or anything. It was like a running restaurant, but they didn't have a name for it. They didn't have like a sponsor to go in there. So it was like the restaurant without a name or something. The or another. Washington football team? Yeah, exactly. So uh, they just announced this morning that uh, Kugels is putting in a barrel room, and it's going to be like a pilot brewery actually in the stadium. So hmm. that's like a kind of a big deal. That's pretty rad. It's like a... Who else can say they have like a, a brewery in their stadium? It's interesting because I know they're mostly, but not completely owned by Miller Coors, right? Yeah, the Molson Coors. Yeah, Molson Coors. So interesting that they're setting up a pilot brewery and all that stuff. So they're still still brewing small. Yeah, I mean, like Lightning Kugel still does. I mean, they still have their brewery up in Chippewa Falls, which is you know three and a half hours northwest of me. Um, <laughs> And I think they still have uh, their own brewery downtown as well. So I don't mm-hmm. know. Like Mil- Molson Coors doesn't produce their product. Right. Um, but they, they do fund all, and yeah, fund and distribute and all that other stuff. Well, the so. Lennon Kugel family is still involved, aren't they? Yeah. You know, it's They're, interesting. From what I've heard from like big beer takeovers and stuff, Molson Coors seems to be the most supportive of the current setup. God damn it. What's the brewery name down in, 
I think Atlanta, uh, Terrapin. Yeah, Terrapin. Oh, yeah. Same thing. Molson Coors, to, uh, two different times injected cash and then ended up owning like over half the brewery. And they just, they don't, they left them alone. They just. Well, and that makes a lot of sense because Terrapin, like at a, all of our summer festivals and whatnot here, mm-hmm. um, their beer is everywhere. They have their own stands up here yep. now. Um, I mean, you can find their beer at almost any single grocery store or liquor store in the state. Yeah. I mean, this is one of the, the OG buyouts from back in the day. Um, I, I know so much because John Cochran, the former co former co-owner and, and founder of it. So anyway, so he sold off his share to start up country up in Asheville. And so that's why I know way too much about that story. But yeah, it seems like of all the, the big breweries, like Budweiser seems to come in and be like, we are the owners now. We're, Molson Coors is like, hey, here's some money and some distribution. Keep doing what you're doing. That's why we bought you. So, good times. Well, yeah, so, you know, that, that makes me a little bit proud, you know? Yeah, I guess. So, nice little tangent there. Apologies to everyone. Um, before we answer... Don't say sorry important. to people, Greg. When it's not oh. warranted, don't say sorry. Okay, well, I'm not sorry. Good. Maybe I'm sorry. Oh, Canadian sorry. <laughs> it means it means more when you're Canadian. Uh, before we find out what, what uh, Flexi Boy is drinking over there, let's uh, check in with the homie Chew Your Beer. Hello, no one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. All right, Crappy Republic, I'll make this shit fast since you guys don't like my informative, <laughs> funny voicemail, so I'll be more bland and quick to it. I uh, went to Pocock's 7th anniversary. I met a Aaron, a.k.a. Aaron, out of Enneagram. Cool motherfucking dude. Next, went to Knott's Mary, Knott's Mary Farm, got drunk, a lot of uh, sure. craft beer from Brewery X. Yeah, we get it, Brewery X. Still got drunk. <laughs> and then last thing, can't wait to hang out. Posole Palooza right around the corner. Uh, it's going to be a blast. And that's it. This is my voicemail. Hope you're happy. I have to watch him. Peace out, eh? Wow, I, I am not happy. <laughs> That was um, about 55 zero seconds. I think a minute 30 would be the, the perfect time for a chew your beer voicemail. Gives him Dude. enough time to get a couple jokes in there. He was so spiteful. Like, he was purposely yeah. spiteful. He wasn't even funny. Right. He was so flat and just, I don't know, beaten down sounding. It was very precise, though. He gave you the, the details. Yeah. Very to the point. Very uh, newsy. Aaron at Integrin is... Awesome. Awesome. One of like, really, the nicest yeah, people ever. Yeah, very, very awesome guy. What else did he say? What did he do? He went to Knott's, Knott's Mary, Mary Farm. Farm. Got fucked up from <laughs> Brewery X down there. And we know a rep for Brewery X. Oh, we do now, don't yeah, we? Yeah, we sure do. That's right. Yeah. Has he been on the show? I don't think so. He was on another show. <laughs> well. <laughs> and then I think he lost directions to the studio. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he just disappeared. Uh Boozley. Anyways. <laughs> just disappeared one day. It was so weird. I, I hope he's doing okay. Haven't it heard from weird. him since. It's been like three years. Um, where was I gonna go with that? I don't remember. Call us 805-538 beer. Leave some voicemails and chew. Don't be so sad. But we one will... one minute thirty seconds. Yeah, let's 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 try those. Let's try the, the yeah, one thirty yeah. voicemails. Don't, don't be sad when we throw a couple pokes. Yeah. Poke like, us. Poke the bear. Whoa. Poke me. Whoa. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> you might want to wait till he doesn't have the lingus anymore, though. It's uh, yeah, the lingus spreads. is. It's, I, I'm on the up and up. I, su- I swear. We'll find out. It's, it's just lingering. It's the lingering lingus. It's the lingus. <laughs> the lingus. I don't know how much more I could tell you that it's the lingus. <laughs> it means nothing to us out here. 
such a midwestern thing uh but yeah pozzoli palooza is this week in flex if you want to fly out it's, it's pozzoli palooza weekend a bad week for me no because you got Super, the lingus i got the up and you know up and up from the lingus and you know <laughs> headed, headed into christmas it's just a really rough time well let's, let's invite, be real invite is open uh i did try the beer that we made for pozzoli palooza i got it kegged about a week ago and started hitting it with the carb and i tried it on friday it had been about five days on carbonation and uh, surprisingly not bad. I was pleasantly surprised because I had very low hopes. As we all know, I despise spicy beers. Chili pepper beers, yeah. Yeah. We put a couple of peppers in at the end. Mainly, he wanted to get the color and he wanted to get a little bit of flavor, but we were trying not to get the spice. So like we deseeded it before we put it in there. Smart move. And we just put it in at the end of the boil. Like we toasted it first and then dropped it at the end of the boil. And it might have picked up a little bit of the color. It's a little darker than your typical Mexican lager. You said it wasn't in there for a long time, right? No, it was the last 10 minutes of the boil plus Whirlpool. You know, it was basically in there until I transferred to the fermenter uh, as it cooled down. What kind of peppers did you guys I use? don't. There's two different kinds. And he's like, it's the kind my mom puts in the soup. So it'll like match the soup. I'm blanking. Apologies. Um but yeah, so it you you get like a little bit of the pepper flavor as it warms up, especially. But I mean, just a hint and no spice. So I was, I was pleasantly surprised. We also right. swapped out the corn for um, hominy, and it kind of gave it like a little bit of a sweeter effect. I think nice. that's because you um, don't like the corn. No, just because pozole has hominy in it. Oh, okay, okay. So to to make it more like the soup. Um, and when I went to the, I think I talked about this when I went to the homebrew shop. I told the guy there, I was like, this is this is what I'm brewing. This is what we're doing. And I have no fridge space right now. So give me a yeast that'll hold up to being fermented at like 70 degrees. He's like, ah, just use uh, White Lab's Mexican lager yeast. I was like, mm, you want me to use the lager yeast <laughs> at warm temps? E. He's like, yeah, because nobody around these parts has a fridge. Like very few people actually have a fridge to ferment in. I was like, yeah, so they probably don't make lagers. He goes, no, it'll be good. And I was like, you know what? I already have low hopes for this beer. So what the fuck? And it does not taste weird. I All was, right. I was expecting some weird off flavors, and it's fine. Look at so, that. Yeah. What do you know? Hope you Nerd. thank that guy. I, <laughs> I even told some brewer, like I was telling Monica and James about it, and they were like, well, good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> like, thanks. So, anyways. Uh, all right. Let's find out what uh, Lingus Boy is drinking over there. In a world where craft beer is king, a world where muscles are bigger than growlers, only one tongue can guide us. One man. One tongue. One tongue jobber. In this world, we must find out what is Flex drinking. <laughs> what is Flex smoking? Oh Flex God. today is drinking The Great Outdoors by Blackstack Brewing. Mm. They're up in uh, St. Paul, Minnesota. I was going to say few of their beers. I was going to say Minneapolis, but I didn't want to be a dick, so I actually did read the can. Um, right, it's a double IPA, classic haze flex, untapped, uh, four point one two overall rating, so not horrible. But yeah, I assume good. that's most of their beers because these guys do a pretty great job. And it reads: birds chirping, butterflies fluttering, creeks gurgling, deer's frolicking, the leaves changing, or if you live in the city. More than likely, some car alarms, some sirens, and maybe a rodent dragging a slice of pizza. This can, chock full of our hand-selected Idaho 7, Idaho 7 Cryo, and Eldorado, 
is meant to bring you a little moment of bliss wherever you may find yourself. Well, I'm in my basement right now, and this mm. beer is finding me tons of bliss. <laughs> Glad to hear it. <laughs> uh, fantastic color on this bad boy. It's yeah, like look a at that. bright, looking haze pale boy. yellow. It's hazy. You can't see through it. You can't see my pretty face through it. Um, <laughs> great look on it. You get the old sniffer working here. Tons of pineapple. Um, you can, I don't know. Remember when I said beers smell sour? You know when yeah. you can just smell a beer that is just hopped up? Mm-hmm. Like when you get the hop burn on your throat, but you can almost smell it in your nostrils? That's what I'm getting on this one. Um, super hoppy. And uh, without further ado, the old tongue jobber. Oh, here he goes. I'm crushing on some Idaho 7 right now. It's in a lot of beers, and I'm not mad about it. Um, it is a great hop. This is very juicy. Definitely hints of pineapple. Um, not even hints. It's it's full of pineapple. Um, this is jellied full of pineapple. It's just amazing how good this beer was. I actually poured it before the show started. I took a sip and I was actually worried it wasn't going to last until <laughs> I'm the surprised review. it's still there. Um, this this thing is fan freaking tastic and it's eight point two percent. And not only would you never guess it, but Jesus Christmas, these guys do really great <laughs> work. How is it at, uh, with the algorithm? On the algorithm, so Blackstack, I'm going to be honest, they really get me because a lot of their double IPAs are like 20, 21, 22 bucks a four pack. Their mm. triples start hitting like 25 bucks a four pack. Mm. Um, and they're, I mean, th- their label art is kind of iconic. You know, they have the the black stacks right. on the label and there's always the artwork behind it. Um, so it's kind of the same thing. You always get the different background to it. I would say on the algorithm scale, it was like one to 10. I'd, I mean, they their beers are probably fit around a seven on the algorithm. Um, okay. It's fair. Mostly because they just taste expensive. so good. You know, the artwork is fine. It's great. It's it's always creative. But uh, yeah, the, the price point for me, I just don't understand. I, I got you. Hops are expensive these days, so I understand. Very good. Some booze news to get to. Have you guys had Weyerbacher? brewing i don't think so well no. you probably oh i have I, i've gotten them through uh tavor a few times and uh you know good good beer nothing crazy but they just sold to savant beverages which is led by the former president of pittsburgh brewing after their second bankruptcy case was dismissed so uh wow Jeez. the day that the judge said no no they uh, closed the deal with savant beverages so see how that works out for them they had the deal on the back burner. I it must have. I don't know because the same day it got turned down, they they closed. So it must have been like, hey, if this doesn't work out for us, we'll sell our shit to you. Yeah, that's bizarre. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of weird, but uh, we'll see what happens. They they said they plan to not lay anybody off and and hope to keep the entire team on staff. So that's that's always nice to hear. Yeah, right on. Uh, we have a list for Flex. Love lists. This was put together by the Mad Fermentationist. You can find them at the themadfermentationist.com. It's the best hops according to untapped. I won't get into the whole science of it, but he basically went through like all the untapped ratings and then rated the beers with the hops and like did some weird algorithm to get the best hops based off of untapped ratings. Okay. I'll just read the results. Can I, can I just guess that Belma is not on there? Yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> That's That makes me really sad. Why? I love Belma hops. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say like you hated them or something. Oh, no. I love Belma hops. It's like, oh. probably the most underrated hop out there. 
All right. Well, here is the top 12, according uh, to his science team. Uh, coming at number 12, Strata, followed by Vic Secret, then Hydra, Columbus, Mosaic. I'm surprised that's not. Wow. That, yeah, that's Mosaic's super like my favorite. And it's, and it's like in everything. Uh, Galaxy, Simcoe, Amarillo, Rewaka, Citra. Wow. And now the top three. Azaka, Nelson. Right on. And, and the number one hop is my most favorite one to say. Motweka. <laughs> that's really shocking. Mm. Yeah. But I, I almost feel like that's more so based off of like all the New Zealand hops being used in like the last two years. Yeah. Because like, I, mean, I love I mean, me some New Zealand hops. Ca- well, yeah, they're great. And I think Nelson at number two is phenomenal. My opinion, it's number one. But how's Cashmere not even fall on that list? I know. I was a little saddened by oh, that. Yeah. He he does have a second list that is solely for IPAs and double A's where that or double IPs where that was all like all beers. Okay. And and on the IPA and double IPA list, Cashmere is number three. Okay. I'll give you the top three of that one. Cashmere, Hollertal Blanc, which was surprising because that's a very that German. Is, yeah, that's really surprising. And then, yeah, and then Galaxy. I'll agree to disagree, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Untapped don't lie, man. Only the smartest people check in on Untapped. I do like Nelson, though. Nelson's a good one. Yeah. You know, the very first beer I ever had was Nelson the Greeter. N- beer with Nelson in it was Nelson the Greeter, which was uh, Port Brewing. And I, man, I like me some Port Brewing, but that was a garbage ass beer. Yeah. It was so bad. And it made me think that Nelson hops were garbage and I avoided them for so long. And then finally I had one that was like predominantly Nelson. I was like, wow, this is a really good beer. Maybe it's not the hop. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever have um, the Alpine Nelson? Probably. That to me is like the best form. If you want just Nelson, that's what you want. You want mm. to really taste that hop. That was the best one. I have to admit, I didn't get much Alpine before they sold to the Green Flash. Yeah. And I heard Green Flash really... It definitely changed. Yeah. Yeah. So, but you know, they're, they're opening up again. I heard. The McElhenney's. Yeah. As McElhenney Brewing. Right. They probably already have opened up by now. And I think that they're still down there. It's their original brewery. Yeah. The Alpine Brewery. So they just, new name, new phone, who dis? Yeah. New All year. I'm saying is don't sleep on Belma and Enigma hops. I don't know if they're just super oh, yeah. rare, but them shit's got to make a come up. Yeah. I don't see those. Those are really good too. Mm-hmm. I, I concur. I'll co-sign that. Um, Kern River Brewing announces that it has become an employee-owned company. So not unlike New Belgium before they sold and, and all that stuff. Brewdog, such a great brewery. Great people. Filled with great people. <laughs> uh, no longer B Corp certified after the B, B Lab review. Of course, Brewdog's what claims... What the B does that mean, Greg? <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you in a second, because I had to Google it. Brewdog, of course, claims that they stepped aside from the review process and that they were focusing on uh, internal culture. Hmm. I call bullshit. Uh, so I Googled, <laughs> what is a certified B Corp? And a certified B Corporation is a company that has voluntarily met the highest standards for social and environmental performance. Crickets. Chirp, chirp. Madison, Wisconsin-based Funk Factory Gozeria... The owner, Levi Funk, sold the brewery's taproom to former director of operations, Kyle Metz, who uh, is the founder of Black Rose Blending. You ever had any Funk Factory? Uh, I had a couple of the Meerts, which is like their barrel-aged sours. Hmm. They used to bottle them, and now they're canning them, which is kind of strange, but yeah, I've had a few of their beers. Okay. You don't sound overly impressed, which is fine. Uh, It was the first... uh, oak aged sour i ever had so oh, okay. it was like uh it was mind-blowing to me and just super 
different on the palate, getting mm. like the barrel notes with was it wild fermented <sighs> that's my favorite i don't remember oh. if anybody's in southern california looking for some great wild fermented beers uh sour works flash helix so good all right we'll end it with this one i almost don't want to read the headline because it's so good i don't want it to give away too much oh no <laughs> florida man sets police car on fire claims he does quote stupid things when he gets drunk a man in Florida allegedly set a sheriff's patrol car on fire and told deputies he was intoxicated at the time. The incident happened just before 5 p.m. on Wednesday, according to the Hernando County Sheriff's Office, which said that Anthony Thomas Tarduno admitted to setting the patrol car on fire. Tarduno told detectives that he was drinking at a bar in Springgill, Florida, and walked out shortly before 4.30 p.m. When he was walking, this, the man saw a patrol car and, quote, decided he'd set it on fire, the sheriff's office said. The man got a bag of garbage from a dumpster, placed it under the patrol car, and lit the trash on fire. After allegedly setting the patrol car on fire, the sheriff's office said that Tarduno went back to the bar, but later returned to the crime scene to confess because he felt bad. Deputies said that when Tarduno explained his actions, he told detectives that he was intoxicated at the time and does stupid things when he's drunk. Yeah. The sheriff's office says that the trash was placed directly under the gas tank, which caused severe damage to the car when it was lit on fire. Officials say that Tarduno was cooperative with deputies and said he was a professional arsonist who had been convicted of similar <laughs> crimes, but said he didn't target the patrol car and claimed he would have set fire to any car in that location. Tarduno was initially charged with two counts of arson and his bond was set for 30 Gs. Our boy right. Tony was that lit at four thirty in the afternoon, <laughs> like I'm gonna, I'm on a say, Wednesday. Right. First off, um, some people drink like that on Mondays, Deb. Just saying. Anyway, <laughs> I feel that first. Th this guy has integrity, right? <laughs> I mean, I guess. I, I mean, he, he he told the truth and the whole like he wasn't going back on anything. You're not wrong, and there. and th that's kind of admirable, right? Like he's. Uh, drunk and he does stupid <laughs> things not only does he tell you he gets drunk and does stupid things but he will admit to the stupid things that he does right he, and he follows through he says he gets yeah. drunk and does stupid things super strange sure enough. um number two they're gonna have to start putting that like flammable content logo on garbage cans in florida now <laughs> <laughs> because uh i i didn't know apparently that garbage was flammable I so now garbage garbage uh cans gotta have the the flammable content like for uh toxins and stuff well he's a professional arsonist he yeah. could have made do with anything well, and that, well that makes me wonder like who, who's paid this guy to start a fire before where did he go to school where did he get his education <laughs> fire school where'd you learn that one cheech drug school um i feel like in florida if they were to put those stickers on the trash cans it actually attract attention when you walk into the state, they hand you a grenade anyway. So what's the difference? <laughs> a grenade and a gator? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> True. Here's your grenade. Here's your gator. Get on down. Does a gator come with a leash, though? That's my question. Hopefully at least a little duct tape around the mouth or something. I mean, it's no. Florida, probably not. No, no, no. No, no. yeah. It's, That's it's a dream. grown. That's a dream. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure they have car seats specifically for gators in Florida. So they just, here you go, and you put in the car seat. Isn't that just like a... Pickup truck bed, yeah. Built Ford tomato, tough, tomato, tomato. <laughs> gator-proof lining in all of our truck beds. Isn't gator lining one of the truck bed linings? 
Is that no way. That can't that be real. Gator? Oh, it's Rhino. It's Rhino. Oh, isn't it? close enough. Like gator. Oh, Gator is the back like netting. If you take the the back off your truck, the is gate. That... It's that like netting. That's yeah. Gator netting. Oh, Gator yeah. don't play no trick. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, yeah. Uh, typical Florida. What else are you gonna say? All right, let's hit some music and uh, get on up out of here. We'll say uh, thanks for listening and hi to Vanessa. Hi, Vanessa. You can find us on the socials at Craft Beer Republic. Flex me a beer underscores in between. And of course, one hop mess. And a, a, don't forget uh, Dick's dot, or Dick's dot com. Dick's dot com or, I was supposed to look that up to see if that was available. <laughs> if, that, if that is a real thing, they got a lot of free marketing today. Yeah, you're welcome, Deb's Dicks. <laughs> a lot of free plugs. Well, yeah, that's not appropriate. Uh-oh. Uh, what else? CraftBeerRepublic.com. Mail at Craft Beer Republic. 805-538-BEER. It's 2337. I believe that's everything. I hope everyone is staying very well hydrated. And on that note, good night, everybody. Good night, everybody.